0: You're listening to the Star Wars Blip Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Star Wars Blip Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Now, before we get into it, make sure you subscribe to the Star Wars Blitz podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It helps out the show so much when you do. All right, let's get into this episode. Welcome back to the show. This is going to be Ahsoka episode two, Toil and Trouble breakdown. Uh, yes, I know that Ahsoka came out in two episodes premiere, uh, but I'm gonna do these episodes consecutively. Doesn't matter if they came out like all at once. Um, just just for orderly sake. Uh, if you're listening to this, obviously I have new podcast cover art. Thank you, I think it looks pretty cool um so yeah, if you like it, then uh let me know if you don't like it, also let me know um and if you don't like it, then well i don't know what to say <laughs> so anyways let's uh let's get it let's get into the breakdown uh for toil and trouble, the second ahsoka episode. Uh, yeah, let's dive right in. The scene opens up on Lothal, where Sabine is bed-stricken. Ahsoka, a medical droid, and Huyang Yang are in the room, encouraging Sabine lifting her spirits. The tide changes to Morgan, Elsbeth, Balen Skull, and Shin Hattie. They are on a mysterious planet that looks like Stonehenge. The witch Elspeth uses her magic to open the key. A sky map forms around them on the Stonehenge-looking planet, and the key points out a new galaxy where Thrawn is located. The planet is called Peridia. And Balin Skull said that is the path to Peridia. It's interesting when um, Elspeth opens up this map, there is an entirely new galaxy. You can see the Star Wars, ga- like the entire galaxy like, in the map. And then there is a kind of like a a stem of light that points out into a completely new direction, pointing to a completely new galaxy on the map, which I thought was really interesting, how Star Wars um, kind of, you know, pointed out, yeah, this is what the Star Wars galaxy looks like, but that's not all. There's actually another galaxy uh, in the system. So I thought that was really interesting that... Uh, Everyone was kind of shocked that, oh my gosh, there's a new galaxy where Thrawn is located um, that is beyond time and space, Uh, because in the episode Thrawn communicates to Elspeth, Uh, Elspeth said, Thrawn is calling to me through time and space when the map is open, so really interesting stuff. Back on Lothal... Ahsoka inspects the damage to Sabine's tower home and finds Ezra's old hologram. She smiles and thinks of old times and reminisces of the uh, Rebels' days. Sabine tries to encrypt the assassin droid head she managed to salvage from the scuffle she had with Shin the night before. They trace the origin of the droid back to Corellia, of all places. On Corellia, Hera and Ahsoka get a tour of the production of the New Republic's Starfleet. The manager, showing them around, hesitates to show Hera the file for a cruiser class uh, hyperdrive, saying the document is classified. Hera is confused and frustrated. As a general, she should have every single clearance uh, a general should have. She should have the highest clearance code. So when a manager that is lower than Hera, lower than a general, says the document is classified, that raises suspicion. Hera is a general knows everything so she's confused with the manager's statement all at once in in on Corrilia someone shouts for the empire and several disguised guards pull out blasters and start attacking Hera and Ahsoka while this is happening the hyperdrive is being stolen by an imperial mercenary Hera and Chopper manage to put a tracking beacon onto the stolen goods before they blast into hyperspace Ahsoka Tries to join Hera but is confronted by the dark Inquisitor Merrick. Ahsoka and Merrick duel until the Inquisitor holds Ahsoka off long enough for the Hyperdrive to be stolen. He escapes on his ship. The episode ends with Sabine recovering and cutting her hair, and Morgan Elsbeth tells Balin to kill Ahsoka. And Balin says, It's a shame. There's so many, there's so less Jedi out there. And Elsbeth questions Balin and says, Are you being sentimental? And Balin says, no, I'm just being truthful. So it's interesting. So that is the uh, breakdown. Now this episode, I thought, was... um, I would say it was better than episode 1. Episode 2, this being Toil and Trouble, I thought it was actually way better than episode 1. So this gets 11 out of 10, but we're only going out of 10. So the first two episodes of the Ahsoka premiere are 10 out of 10. Um, We are starting off really, really strong Uh, For this show usually what shows do is they have a really strong maybe first three episodes and then they have some filler episodes and then it really heats up towards the climax of the show Um, so I mean this could be just the high of the first three episodes and then we might get into maybe some lesser episodes that aren't as good that are filler episodes. Um, but I mean, with Dave Maloney behind the wheel, the, we, we're going to get some pretty dang good content, high tier, top tier stuff for the rest of the ride here. Um, so I cannot wait for that. Uh, yeah, the scene opens up on Lothal. Um, it's just great to be back in Lothal. Uh, I don't think we've ever seen Lothal live action. So it's really cool to see, uh, this planet that has transitioned from, uh, animation into live action. I mean, this entire show, this entire Soka show is about that, like there's so many things that have transitioned from the original animation and now are coming into live action. Uh, So it's this, you know, kind of this weird kind of dance, this weird transition from animation to live action. We can see this with as many characters in the show as we want, Uh, so it's pretty great. It's it it's cool to see the medical droids. Um those droids are pretty old. They were used during the Clone Wars and all of that stuff. So the the droid that is treating Sabine, uh you can definitely see that it is weather worn and that it is very, very, very old. Uh same with Hu Yang. I mean, even looking at Hu Yang's body um he's a droid, by the way, as you know. Uh he says he's seventy five percent original parts. Now, Star Wars Stuff Podcast uh, managed to say that Hu Yang was actually dismantled in, I guess, Order 66. I'm not 100% sure, Um, but I guess he was put back together and he said, I have 75% original parts, Uh, so it's really cool. Uh, One thing that I forgot to mention in the breakdown is when Sabine is recovering, Hu Yang is there giving her advice, giving her wisdom. Um, and Huyang basically says, uh, you're ready to go, and he gives Sabine back um her lightsaber. So it's kind of interesting to see that little, you know, intimate moment with Hu Yang and Sabine. Um and right off the bat, already I love Hu Yang. Like Chopper has his own place in my heart, of course. I love still love Chopper to death. I think he's hilarious. Um, but I mean, Hugh Yang, he has a special place in my heart as well. Uh, speaking of Chopper, by the way, I feel like in the Ahsoka show, it's actually easier to tell what Chopper is saying. Like when he's with Hera, you can clearly hear him say, did you go through my stuff and found it, right? Like those little emotes that he says, like the, you know, like that kind of stuff. Um, so I feel like it's, it's for some reason in this Ahsoka show, it's easier to tell what Chopper is saying. Uh, with his little noises. In Rebels, it was kind of... I mean, sometimes you could tell what he's saying, but other times it's kind of hard to decipher what, you know, Chopper is actually saying. Um, So I just thought that was interesting how Chopper is easier to understand in this new age of Ahsoka. While we're on droids and, you know, that kind of world, the assassin droids that Ahsoka fights in this episode, um, I mean, we've seen them more in the last episode, episode one of Ahsoka... Um, they are very highly advanced um you know droids they are uh, they're very old uh, so they could be maybe from the high republic period reused assassin droids um but you know just just in terms of movement they are very highly advanced like the only the closest thing i can think of that is highly advanced uh to these assassin droids are the um uh, the enforcer droids uh wow well, what are they called the enforcer droids no actually they are called ins- assassin droids clone wars assassin droids that's what i'm talking about uh the enforcer clone wars assassin droids uh they have kind of like the same movements as these you know new ahsoka assassin droids at least the show's assassin droids um so yeah just 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 a you know props to the team over there in in effects in cgi uh making these droids look absolutely gorgeous uh, and the movement on these things is insane. Like they just—they move like a human, um, and they are pretty deadly. Like the bomb they have inside of them—that's literally like a nuke. It's crazy. Um, so yeah. Anyways, yeah. So Peridia—that is where Thrawn is located. So we're gonna have to see that. Uh, that will be pretty interesting. Um, yeah, we got a big scare when you know Sabine got stabbed. Um, But we all kind of knew that, like, yeah, she's going to be fine. You know, we saw her cut her hair. This is just a flesh wound. But it was a shock. Like, we weren't expecting her to get stabbed because it was such a, you know, it was literally the first episode. Um, But when she got stabbed, we're like, oh, come on, guys. Now we know that Sabine is going to be fine. Just put a Band-Aid on it. Give her some ibuprofen. Take a nap. You'll be fine. Even though you just got stabbed. Um, so, you know, that was just Shin had to kind of test in the waters and see what Sabine is made of. Um, so, yeah. The Corellia chase scene with the hyperdrive I thought was cool. Just kind of seeing the back and forth of Hera and Chopper. Um, and just, you know, when the manager denies... Hera's claim of her being a general, and you know when the manager says this document is classified. Just seeing Hera kind of you know step up to that. No, I am a general. Do as I say. You know she's like she's not a pushover. You know, and she's she's able to realize what the heck I am a general. This is not classified to me. What are you talking about? Um, And okay, all right. One thing about Hera. Her stupid blaster. I have been thinking this for, like, years, ever since I've seen Rebels. I'm sorry, Hera is a perfect character. I love Hera to death, but her stupid blaster sound, every time she pulls the trigger and she uses her blaster, bing, bing, this tiny little bell, so stupid. Why would you ever... Oh my gosh, Lucasfilm, please change that. It's the dumbest blaster I have ever heard. Blasters are supposed to sound violent, nasty, crazy. This is like a Barbie blaster. Hello Kitty. Like, it's unacceptable. It is unacceptable. Every time Hera pulls the trigger, bing. like, no, not, not, no, no. I, I don't like that. It's okay, though. I mean, it's fine. It's, I mean, for all intents and purposes, Dave Filoni probably just put that blaster sound when he made Rebels in there just for comedic effect and just, like, let's see what the fans think of this one. Put a bell at the end of every time, a, you know, Hera pulls the trigger on her blaster. Ugh, I mean, it's... Okay, it, it, it's whatever. It's... I'm. I'm. I, I, I. I'm acting frustrated, but I'm actually not that frustrated. It's just something to scream about and talk about. I mean, it's all right. I think it's funny. I just think it's funny, um, but it's there, there's no major problems there. Like I'm not gonna dis, I'm not gonna stop watching Ahsoka. I'm not gonna stop loving Hera uh, because of her, you know, plaster, You know, love is unconditional. Come on, guys. No, just kidding. Um. So yeah, no, that that was just you know a slight problem. The uh, the duel between Ahsoka and Marek. So okay, is it is it Merrick? Is it Marek? Is it M- like I there's I feel, I, mm. I originally pronounced it as Marek. but then <laughs> excuse me that I listened to a podcast today and they were like oh it's Merrick so like I don't I don't even know how it's spelled uh, I don't even know like how to pronounce the name um let's just do Marek for now, Marek yeah I feel like Mark is like Merrick is like too weird. it's too fruity. Merrick is too fruity. Marek sounds more like inquisitor. you know what I mean, so we'll go for Marek um the the duel between Marek and ahsoka, the Star Wars stuff podcast was kind of saying something like this. They were saying the um what's it called the the duel was reserved like Marek wasn't doing a hundred percent of what he could have been doing, and I feel like that's the same for Ahsoka. like it was kind of stalemate. Um, the time for, the like, the time for killing is not 100% quite yet, because, you know, with Shin Hattie, she didn't kill Sabine even when she could've, um, and, you know, Marek and Ahsoka were just kind of, like, testing each other's strengths and not, like, going full freaking bore on each other, so... I feel like the time however when you know things are really going to heat up is when Baylan Skull and Ahsoka have that duel that we've been waiting for. We've seen it in the uh trailer. It hasn't happened yet in the um uh what's called the uh, show quite yet. Uh, maybe like episode 5 we'll get that, but uh yeah, no. I felt like even though the um the duel was reserved between Mara Marek and Ahsoka, it was still really really good. Like everything was great. Um, <laughs> they have their own, like, initial encounter, and then Mark, like, draws his second blade, because here's the thing with Inquisitors, there's always a second blade, there is always a second blade, because usually Inquisitors have double-bladed, double-bladed lightsabers, just like Darth Maul, I mean, I feel like the basis of an Inquisitor was based off of Darth Maul's design, you know, the double-bladed lightsaber, you know what I mean, so... With Inquisitors, there's always another blade. Um, <coughs> sorry, I'm coughing way too much. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no. The Marek's mission was to hold off Ahsoka long enough for the stolen hyperdrive to escape into hyperspace. But Hera managed to put a tracking beacon on the hyperdrive. So not all hope is lost. Not all hope is lost. I mean, you can even see with Ahsoka versus Marek, Ahsoka was in control the entire time. She wasn't worried. Um, she did all the you know correct things. Um, Inquisitors are incredibly shifty, but so is Ahsoka. She's incredibly shifty as well. Uh, so when she goes one-on-one with us, with Inquisitors, uh, you can really see the skill difference between Marek and Ahsoka. Um, and even when Marek threw his double-stated lightsaber, which I thought was really cool... When he used the Force to draw it back to his hand, Ahsoka stepped to the side, wasn't worried, you know, really, really shows her power and sensitivity in the Force. Um, And it was really cool because in a lot of uh, Star Wars duels, like, nowadays, like, I'm thinking of the sequels, like, they never use the Force in duels, I mean, Jedi and Sith would always use the Force, I'm thinking of Count Dooku, when he would use Force lightning, Anakin, and Obi-Wan, I'm thinking of, like, the original trilogy, when, you know, um, you know, Palpatine was lightninging, Force lightninging, uh, Luke, I'm thinking of, like, Darth Vader, when he would use Force choke all the time, when he would fight people, like, the sequels never use the force when they would fight each other. Like Ray never used the force on Kylo Ren. You know she never. You know used the force on. They never used the force on each other. So it's cool when Ahsoka uses the force to push Marek away and you know draw that distance. Really, really cool. Um, it is really cool how how he like resisted it and like scraped along the ground. I Thought it was so cool. Oh man, really, really awesome. Um, so yeah, marks a G. Um. I was hearing from sources that they think Marek is going to be the first one to go. I don't think that's the case. I was also hearing some outrageous theory that, like, some people are like, oh my gosh, Marek is going to be, you know, Ezra. You know, Ezra is going to be Marek. Or, like, Kanan is going to come back and be Marek. Like, that, I mean, while it's possible, it's highly unlikely it is possible, though. I'll just... (laughs) I'll just leave that on the table there. Um, yeah, no, the episode ends with Sabine recovering and also cutting her hair. And there was this cool scene where Sabine, um, you know, she she's putting on her armor at the end of the episode. that I thought was really, really cool. Just kind of like a suiting up, ready to go. Sabine is back in action. Um, yeah, she's going to help Ahsoka one last time. Find Thrawn, take him down. Boom, for the Rebels. Let's go. Uh, and then Morgan Elsbeth basically tells Balin to uh, kill Ahsoka, wipe Ahsoka off the map. And Balin has an interesting reply. He's like, it's a shame to kill the Jedi because there's so few left. And Elspeth is like, are you sentimental? And Balin's like, no, I'm just stating what's true. So... Once a Jedi, always a Jedi, I say. I don't know. Look at Darth Vader. He was a Jedi. He went to the dark side. He came back around. You know what I mean? So, who knows? Balin skull might still have the light side in him. And when he goes to kill Ahsoka, he's like, no, I can't. I'll spare you and I'll even join you and kill Thrawn with you. Who knows? We'll see. We will see. Um, yeah. I mean, Thrawn is not entirely bad. He only joined the Empire to save his people and to basically work his way up in the Empire and to um, to survive, basically. Because um, he is a survivor. Anyways, the second episode of Ahsoka was incredibly good. I loved it. 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10, if I could. Um, yeah, no. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcast, and Google Podcast. If you know someone who likes Star Wars and loves Ahsoka and is a huge nerd like I am, then share this podcast with them, Please uh yeah email me your comments and questions uh any (laughs) anything you got i'd love to hear um yeah sorry about the coughing uh that's my bad but yeah no thank you so much for listening for now my name's ty and yeah may the force be with you